In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Again, my sermon starts with my bout with COVID a couple weeks ago. Some good things happened. Isolated in my guest room, I saw the bookshelf and I saw an old book that I really loved and browsed through. It's called The Things They Carried. You ever heard of that book? It's by Tim O'Brien, and it's a beautiful book and intense about foot soldiers in Vietnam and how the things they carried, both physically in their pockets as well as in their hearts and in their souls, reflected the loves and losses of their lives. And of course, the war they were called to fight intensifies those great loves and those great losses and marked those men indelibly for their entire lives. So I recommend the book, but of course, I bring this to you today on the threshold of Great Lent because it occurs to me that the things they carried is also a great way to view the battle for good for truth, and for love, which Jesus' original disciples waged, and the one that we are all called to fight as his followers. Our tradition of Great Lent in the Armenian Church has always been a reminder that there is a battle raging for this good, this truth, and this love, whether we realize it or not in this world which tends to oppose all of these things. I won't get into the shape that the world is in. I'll let you imagine that for yourself. The war in Ukraine, the possibility and fact of war in Armenia, kids with handguns shooting teachers. But then, it's easy to look outside, it's always better to look inside and say, am I the father, the mother, the brother, the sister, the child, the believer, the priest that I want to be, or am I always fighting and often losing this battle to be the one that God calls me to be? It's a battle. And remember that Lent started as a battle. It was Jesus' battle for 40 days with the tempter in the wilderness. That's why we do Lent. The Armenian Church knows it's a battle that happens every year. That's why we celebrate Revontians and Vartanans a week before Lent, every year, right? It was our battle to remain Christian in the fifth century. But our church fathers knew that that battle never stops. We have to fight each year to remain Christian. Well, if we're soldiers in a great battle for good and evil, Great Lent is our yearly training for it. We're like reserve officers who have to train each year. And today I want to focus on the things we carry into battle as Christians, because actually Jesus spoke about just that thing sending his apostles 
into battle for good into an evil world, Jesus first says, pack lightly. Don't carry much with you. He says exactly this. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not even an extra shirt. What's he getting at here? He's getting at the heart of Lent, self-discipline, in order to fight against the forces of evil that we just confessed, pride, envy, anger, laziness, covetous, gluttony, and lust, we have to be unattached from these things. We have to shed all the extra baggage of what we're attached to, the approval of others, that's a tough one, success, wealth, so that we're agile enough to move against the enemy. This is why we fast and abstain and repent during Lent. And of course, you know well, it's not just physical things. It's a reprioritization of important things, really. Carrying less of our own stuff on our journeys, we come to rely on the only one who can help us on our journeys, our God. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you as well. So Jesus' first words of advice as we train for battle is to travel lightly, to shed our baggage. But then at the same time, Jesus instructs us, don't hesitate to take with you whatever you need to accomplish your kingdom calling. Because anything can be used for God's good. Jesus says, if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. And he says, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. So don't load yourself down with unnecessary attachments, but do take this battle seriously. Do be prepared. I think that's even more important advice in a society, frankly, which doesn't even see this battle between good and evil, or maybe even believe in good or evil. But our Lord tells us to be prepared because from the beginning of time, the enemy's greatest weapon is disguise. It's always been that way. And that's why we have to be prepared. And during Lent, we read more of God's word because we have to familiarize ourselves with the tactics, tactics of the evil one and learn how God overcomes evil. And we redouble our commitment to Sunday worship and daily prayers because it's nothing the evil one would like more than to cut off our communication with God. And finally, during Lent, we increase our works of charity to those in need so that we can stay connected to each other. Jesus says, fine, take your purse, take your money, take your coats into battle. Just make sure you use them to help your brother and sister who don't have these, because only together can we win this war. And so then, as another season of Great Lent opens before us this year, let's all be reminded that to follow Christ has always been a battle. And I've traveled with many of you long enough to know that you all have some, some deep personal battles that you fight. We all do. We all do. Know that you're not alone. Know that our church foresees this. 
know that our church can prepare you with God's help for battle. And so let's be intentional about what we carry into battle this Lent. Are we traveling too heavy or too lightly? Are we too attached to the things that we think we need? And do we underestimate the enemy unprepared to fight hard for what is true and good? Let us take these things into mind and into prayer these 40 days of Lent as we carry into the battle and let us discipline ourselves for that good fight that is before us, knowing that with God all things are possible and that ultimately our victory will be secure now and always and unto the ages.